Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac. Yum. Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. Welcome back to another episode of Customer States, guys. Uh, What do five random guys in a room and a bell have in common? This podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, as always, guys, I am Jake Rekus. I've been in the service industry since I've been, uh, well, been working on cars since I've been real young. Been a service advisor for about three um, and always uh, still questioning why I continue to do it. Um, to my left, filling in for Kevin, because he's a lame, uh, <laughs> is Mike on the uh, on the board. Uh, what's everybody? Uh, my name is Mike Sarah. Um, this is Customer States Podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. <laughs> Hashtag the bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, I am the senior master technician, um, shop foreman, the wearer of many hats, as you know, we've we've all said before. And um, to my left um, are actually two of uh, very, very, very special guests uh, this week. Uh, we have uh, three, you asshole. Well, <laughs> Eric's extremely special, but he's he's, See, he's not but a they're new guest. Very, very, very special uh, guest. Gotcha. I'm just a very special gotcha. guest. And and we're spoiling the experience because maybe I had something planned for Eric. So That's anyway, okay. here is Rudy and Andrew. Oh, give it up to Rudy and Andrew. Golfers clap. <laughs> Golf clap. <laughs> Rudy, take it away, bud. Hey, how's it going? I've been in the automotive industry for about five years now. Right out of high school and just doing my thing. It's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had baymate. Oh, yeah. Shop hey, Papa. Hey, hey. One of my baymates, yes. yes Shop Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what's going on, bud? So, my name's Andrew. I'm uh, one of Mike's. Uh, apprentices in transmission uh, i've been working at the dealership level for probably about three years now uh hands-on but so yeah and we'll and uh, all of you hate it <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll give you guys a little bit more of an introduction as the as the as the episode goes on because uh you know <laughs> it was a little lackluster but we'll we'll get back we'll to get it. there you relax as it goes on and to, to the left of them uh i suppose is eric i mean ali well, what's up, guys? <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Uh-oh, that, was, that was pretty good. That was. Good. We love you, Alec. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Eric. I've uh, been in automotive, well, on the professional level. What is it now? Four, going on four years? Something like that. But wrenching my whole life. Yeah, I work in heavy line. I fix heavy stuff. And to send it off to welcome everybody, we uh-huh. are going to do the salute. Uh-huh. I'm we sorry. usually do that at the beginning, but I figured the salute would be better towards them. Yeah, that was one of the latest well, salutes I appreciate that. that we've yeah, done. Well, I figured it's like the clap is super lame, so crackables is better. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! So Thank here for the crack, 
Thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you, thank you, thank yes, you. Yes, of course. And uh, and I'll get more into this a little bit later, but as you notice, we're missing a few people. You all know about Kev. I will tell later why we're missing Allie, but she loves all of you. And She's uh, here in spirit. She is. And she she's sad, but uh, she'll see you next week. Mm. <laughs> so um, you're going to have to start this one off, Mikey boy. Um, there's a lot on the board, but uh, we'll start on the top because you like... Uh, to keep everything in order. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought it was just because he likes to start on top. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, see, you'll, you'll see. You'll That's see, right. guys. Don't worry. Um, crystal ball powers. Ooh. Um, phrasing? Yeah. Ball, <laughs> ball powers. That was three pages ago. Okay, That's okay. Sorry. We're there um, now. So uh, this story actually happened um, with Andrew and I and happened in front of the dealership. Um, we were walking back from my normal sandwich place. I'm a creature of habit. I go to the same exact place and get the exact same thing every single day of the week and write in, I dare you, and <laughs> tell me that that's weird. Turkey with provolone. <laughs> no, pepper jack. Oh, pepper jack. Yeah. Is it really turkey with pepper jack? Hell yeah. Oh, I just took a wild guess. No, B- no B- it's BLT. a tuna on white, no crust. <laughs> <laughs> no eggs and tuna here. Mom? <laughs> you got the crust? I got all the feels when you said that. Oh, okay. oh man. That was just for um, you. <laughs> no, anyway, I'm a creature habit, so I do the same thing all the time. It makes me feel good and you know, not kill people. So anyway, um, so yes, uh, we were walking back from my favorite sa- uh, sandwich establishment and um, on the street, cause we're walking on a busy main thoroughfare and on the street, on the right hand side of the street uh, opposite that we were walking on, I heard this horrible, horrible, horrible clanking noise. Right. And it was coming from this black Toyota Corolla. Hmm. And, you know, I'm walking with Andrew and I look over to him and I say, "Ah, I bet you that thing's on its last legs. And (laughs) we take like about 15 steps more. And here's this thing conked out in the middle of the intersection, (laughs) trying trying to, you know, get up into the parking lot, wherever it was going to go. And I look over to Andrew and I said, well, I guess I guess we should go help. So I threw my sandwich bag on the grass, ran over with Andrew across the street, across the lanes of traffic to go push this thing out. Time to get out of her shot, man. <laughs> so the kicker to this story is when we start pushing this guy out of traffic, he says, oh, just push me down there a little further. <laughs> and like sits what? in the car, like doesn't even like try to help us out or anything like that. He's just like, uh, can you push me down to the Toyota dealer, please? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. He said well, push down, but it, it was actually uphill. Oh, <laughs> it was uphill. Yeah. Now, now, see, with that story, you could have just been heard a horrible noise. It was a Toyota Corolla. and We could have moved on to the next story and everybody gets it from that point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I tried to do my good deed, but the guy seemed less than grateful but i still i still feel like it's a good thing well it's funny because you hear stories you know people oh that that car's on its last leg and all right cool but when it actually you know, got down the street <laughs> and, and it died out right in front of <laughs> like within a minute or two of me saying that the thing died. you know that only happened because you said something yeah of course <laughs> Well, you probably you're, you're could have the, made it home. You're the man of many hats, dude. Your word rules all. So I'm also going to win the lottery, lottery tomorrow. So um, is that what this whole crystal ball thing was about? You spoke it and it happened. Yeah, I mean, I, that's for God's sake, man. Tell, tell me, I win the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's me. I'll share the. Wealth it's, me, it's me. It's me. It's <laughs> me. <laughs> we'll be able to get a real recording studio. So you get nothing. <laughs> that's unfortunate. We, uh, and I, and if I already touched on this, did I touch on the story with the lady who had the, uh, the CX-9 towed in? 
Mm. I don't believe so. Horrible knocking, had trouble no. starting, didn't no. touch on this. No, no. Okay, so. From last week? Yeah, from no. last week. Okay. No, 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 no. So, similar story. I had a, a lady customer. She called in a couple of times, and this was over a course of mm, two and a half, three weeks. And she called multiple times. She's like, you know, my car is doing funny things, and it's making funny noises, and a bunch of lights are on, and it's having a hard time starting. And I'm like, well, that could be a lot of things. And she's like, well, I, my husband thinks it's just the battery. And I'm like, well, me thinks your husband wrong, but anyways. <laughs> um, you guys silly? <laughs> so try taking up stand-up comedy yeah. if it's doing funny things, you know? So, and I tell her, I'm like, she's like, well, what do you think it is? And I'm like, I don't diagnose over the phone, but by noise, not starting, I'm like, it just doesn't sound good. And I'm like, just to have it towed in and you know, it's all good. And she's like, well, I don't have a whole lot of money. And I'm like, I get it. But if you want this car to last and it's not already too far gone, bring it in. We'll look. We'll help you out the best we can. I need about tree fitting. About tree fitting. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, okay, I'll get it towed in. Nothing happens. Three days pass. She calls back. She's like, Jake, it's, it's getting worse. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's usually how that works. So I'm you like, mean it's not getting better? That's weird. I know. Things just don't magically <laughs> fix themselves. So another three or four days goes by. Still nothing. Calls me again. Jake, the car just will not start now, and it makes a horrible noise. I'm like, when I'm trying to start it, I'm like, okay. So she's like, this time I'm really going to get it towed in. A few hours pass, and here it comes on the hitch, drops it, and uh, I walk out to it. She's not there. The tow truck driver looks at me, and he's like, dude, it's fucked. I'm like, cool. That's kind of what I figured. Mother of God. So, <laughs> so I open the car, turn the keys, and I get, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. All right, cool. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Ford, this is 2010 or 11? Ah. 12, 13. So it's Ford Mazda mm-hmm. CX-9. The Golf Right, exactly. Uh, so or Mord. Right. So you guys know, <laughs> you guys know internal water pump, mm-hmm. intermix, yep. super common. So turns out water doesn't lubricate really well. That's the really <laughs> strangest thing. Don't do it in the shower, kids. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> so I I have to click it over like 13, 14 times and it finally goes. And I mean, I, I, I'm imagining it's just ready to shoot rods right out of it from that point. And I get it, get it back. And I call her. I'm like, so the car is bad. I'm like, really bad off. <laughs> and she's all like, so it's not the battery? I'm like, no, it's not the battery. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, well, how bad is this? I'm like, if, do you want my honest opinion? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, like $13,000, $14,000 bad. And uh, so she starts crying, and then I feel like the asshole. And then she goes into the whole life story. It's like, well, you know, I'm on assisted, you know, care. I have the eight, life story. Yeah, people. I have yeah. eight children. Jesus. Yeah. No one told you to do that. Right. Uh, I have eight children. I don't work. I have government assistance and my <laughs> plan B is a wonderful thing. Right. And uh, my husband is the only one who works. And this is my only car that I have. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do you a favor. I will inspect this for you for free, but know that it's not going to be good news. So we inspect it. Of course, it's, I mean, 8,000 codes under the sun. It's got a misfire. It's got a timing issue. Mm-hmm. It's got the inner mix. I mean, it's gone. Just gone, gone. So call her back. Of course, it's like... Needs an engine. It needs an engine. It needs a radiator. Um, all types of stuff. I'm like, like I said, you're around sixteen, eighteen thousand $18,000. And she, of course, starts crying again. 
And I'm all like, at this point, you're just going to have to cut your losses, donate the car. You might get a couple hundred bucks off of it and try and get yourself something else. Use whatever the case. And then she goes, well, there's a problem. I'm like, what's the problem? <laughs> and she goes, I, I still owe $6,400 on this car. Oh. She's like, I bought it from, uh, yeah, I'll wait for it. Come on, find it, find it, find it. Wait, man, Come on. nothing is fucked here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that or Womp Womp would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I... I was just on that one. <laughs> so I like, I gasp kind of I'm like $6,400 you still owe on this. And she's like, well, I got it from CarMax. I didn't get the extended. Mm. I don't have anything to prove it. So, you know, interest rates, blah, blah, blah. She's fucked. And she's like, well, I can't get a towed out of there. I'm like, you're going to have to. And she's like, well, I don't have the money for a tow. I'm like, okay, um, I'll keep it here for a couple of weeks, but other than that, they're going to repossess this or we're going to tow it off. You don't charge storage? No, please. we don't. It, for for what it happens, it's basically like we will hold it here for a couple of weeks. But no, once it's past that, we're just, oh, wait, what's that? What's that? That's the winds of change. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, the winds of change are gone. Um, anyways, <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, continue with that. And I, I basically told her, I'm like, look, I understand you made some poor choices, really poor choices. I don't even want to know how everything. Yeah. Anyway, um, with eight kids. Um, and, and <laughs> she doesn't and, know what a TV is. Yeah. <laughs> you are now a storage facility. And uh, oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> and uh, that's what she you said. Know, <laughs> and you know, my brain and to all the female listeners out there, it's like if with the no, no, no. It, this is this is being nice. This isn't being cruel. I'm saying there's nothing wrong with having that many kids if you plan for you want to have a big family. Oh, I yeah, get yeah, that. Of course, of course. But in that situation, my brain goes i want to tell her so bad well isn't the government giving you like a 1500 bucks per kid that's fucking a lot of money it's like you gotta have the money to pull this out of at least my driveway for the 60 dollar mm -hmm. tow yeah, yeah yeah but um so i told her i'm like look i can hold this for a couple of weeks and that's just out of the kindness of our heart usually it's like you've got a couple of days or it's gone and my used car manager Calls his buddy with the flatbed, and wherever it ends up is your fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. So some, and some uh, yard on the outskirts of town, and, and of and of course, you know, when you're in this industry and you get the criers and the life stories, and they, you know, expect you to feel bad, and you do, and it's like I did feel bad for her, but it's like we can't bend over backwards for these people mm -hmm. and be like, I already gave you the inspection for free just because I'm a nice guy and. My tech's already like, I know what's wrong with it, but if you want exacts, I have no problem spending 20 minutes on it and plugging it in. But at the same time, I can't then tow it and then, you know, get you a ride over here or whatever the case right. or end up, you know, Ubering your 19 children to daycare. Yeah. So it's a slippery <laughs> slope. So, but that like the same thing. It's like, you know, when we first turned that, I'm like, ooh, this is fun. This is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was my real big like, in a long time, like a really fucked car was was that. That whole situation is just bad. Owing that kind of money on that car, sixty four hundred dollars, man. Such a okay, ladies and gentlemen, always buy the extended warranty. Yep, always, Every even, always, always, always. Even if you them. don't think you're going to need it, you're going to pray to God that you have it what's, when you do. What's <clears> an extended <throat> warranty coverage? Five thousand dollars for the top of the line one. Well, and that's like you're talking like BMW, Mercedes, right? Okay. You know, how, much, how, how much is an engine you know, replacement? I, how much is a 
transmission replacement. No, you're absolutely right. Right. You know, I took my mom repair. It's that's it. I took my mom car shopping a couple months ago, and um, she ended up deciding on a Lexus. And fancy Toyota. (laughs) (sighs) He hates that. Oh, sorry, dude. I own a Lexus. Oh, right, you do. Sorry, I I redact all of that. Mm, That's okay. (laughs) I've been hearing it for the longest time. Not not his first Lexus either. No, hey, second Lexus. Don't get me wrong. Lexus is nice. Lexus my dad's life. No, you're right. It is a fancy Toyota. Lexus life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. My, my, uh, <laughs> I have personalized license plates. My dad had a GS430 like right when they came oh out. Oh my back god! In the day. Yeah, that's first gen right there. Yeah, uh, he loved it, dude. He ripped the shit out of that. I, I've had two GSs. I'm <laughs> yeah. on my second GS. Right Lexus now, so. is an old person's vehicle. Who gives a shit? Let's move on. Uh, it's a sports <laughs> sedan. FYI, bitch. Insert <laughs> 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 air quotes here. <laughs> Uh, but, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> Was that expensive piece? Yeah, or, be. or or sometimes maybe good, sometimes mm, maybe shit. I haven't experienced the latter of that yet. I've okay. been very well, fortunate. Well, but um, anyway, she decided on a small Lexus SUV, and we're in the finance office. We're doing paperwork. She's deciding what she's going to put down, and then there's the question about the warranty. Of course, you know that's their job is to sell you a warranty and Scotch Guard and this and that mm-hmm. and everything else under the sun, um, and I tried to explain to my mother, like, hey, this is a good idea. You know, yes, these cars are reliable, but everything is controlled by computers now. You know, for a computer for your radio, you have one for the windows, you have one for the seats, you have one for the headlights, the taillights. Every single thing is controlled in that car by a computer. And that's very expensive. Yep. Um, It's, you wouldn't drive around without car insurance. So it's the same thing. It's insurance for when, and if right. something happens, you know, you want to have that there. It's not all gimmick. No, Some it's of it not. is worth it. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I tried to explain this to her, and she's like, well, that just means that they don't stand behind their product. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, that's not what that means at all. The fact that we all laughed at that yes. tells you enough <laughs> to know that shit happens. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, your the, the light bulb in your refrigerator burns out, or the belt on your dryer, you know, busts or what i mean everything constantly needs maintenance your right. vehicle mm-hmm. is nothing different than the normal appliances in your house gonna okay. need about true fitting yeah <laughs> isaac hayes is coming after you dude that's, that's too close it's too close it's too close well done it's just an unfortunate product of mass manufacturing too i mean you're gonna have small glitches and issues always here and there. always I mean, I mean there's always gonna be something that's gonna fail or a weakened a, a, a breaking point or a weak point. I mean, that's why there is an entire service industry. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, it, and it's amazing. Even somebody who comes and knows nothing. <laughs> do not go. Wait, do not go. <laughs> here, let me, here, I'll rephrase that. Even with somebody who comes to buy a car and knows nothing about whatever vehicle they buy, the minute you sit into that car and you own it for a couple of months, you will notice every small problem every mm-hmm. little defect every, every little single flaw, one which, the little mean, creak behind uh, kevin's headrest was yes <sighs> don't <laughs> I, kevin is screaming right now somewhere <laughs> he's not here yet he's not here yet so we could talk but yeah he is extremely anal with all the squeaks and noises i can and, relate to that okay Oh, it's, dude. Especially what? first generation, right? Especially of a new vehicle. Oh, you never want to buy the first generation. Don't, yeah. don't ever buy the first year. Year. First year. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I have a few friends that made that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> they regretted it. First year of Welcome any to the, revised model. Welcome to the Mazda 3. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before, so you can riff off a little bit with women in bad luck. Uh, you gave me a little rundown of poor Miss SUV. 
Yeah. So um, last week From we last had week. <laughs> we had talked about um, the really nice lady in um, in the uh, brand new ish uh, Ford SUV. She's homeless. She's come upon hard times. Um, her and her daughter live out of this car. Um, so to give you a little bit of an update on that, after we finally got her in a vehicle free of charge, wow. other than the fact that she has to pay the tax on uh, tax on something and uh, gas, obviously. Yep. Right? So Makes virtually sense. free of charge. Um, so it turns out that the parts that she needs to repair her transmission Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Back order. <laughs> How do you know? Right, Sell the Gal- <laughs> Galactic back order. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mother of God. Yes. All of these sound bites apply to this. Yes. The parts are on back order. Mm-hmm. So um, immediately I, I knew this was going to be a problem. So I go to the parts department and I tell them, listen, here's the whole story. Oh, we, we know the story. The service advisor has already told us <laughs> we're, we're working on it. We're doing the next level thing. So we have this issue or we, we have this process that's called like COPUS. And um, if a part is on back order, then um, we submit a case to COPUS and give them all the information. And within now they've changed it. It was 10 days before. But in within 11 days, if they can't get us the part that we need to uh, move repair forward. The unit next we level repair right? can move to the, yes, absolutely correct, Rudy. See, he does listen. <laughs> He's to growing you. up. <laughs> it brings a tear to my eye. He's learning. You always thought um, it just went in one ear and out the other. <laughs> Not everything, but most of it. So, so Rudy's absolutely correct. Um, yes, we can move to the next higher level assembly, which in this case would be a transmission. And I will tell you firsthand, I would have loved to diagnose this thing on the service drive. And said it needs a transmission and get and a trans. Put a transmission in the mm-hmm. vehicle. However, my hands are tied by Ford Motor Company. And Kinky. I. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you think well, Tell me more about that, Mike. <laughs> it's a good thing you're sitting next to Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah. So I mean, uh, the parts are on back order, and there's nothing I can do. I've done everything that I can as a technician, as the shop foreman. Uh, uh, the parts department has done everything that they can. The service advisor has done everything that they can. And the customers even called the you know 1-800 number and gotten through to people on there. And they said, well, I don't know why they're waiting so long you know, for, for to get you authorized. No. You, Ford knows the policies. It, I have to wait 11 days mm-hmm. from the time that the part is ordered to prove that it's not readily available to move to the next higher level assembly. We have documentation for all of that. So did she stop calling you? No. Oh my God. No, she's she still calling right? you. She, no, she called yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, wait, on your personal phone? Yes. Uh, no, uh, she called my direct line at the dealership. Oh, okay. oh. Okay. that makes sense. This is where you are lucky compared to Mazda. So we don't have like an escalate where it comes to that. If a part isn't available, you can then move to the next. Mazda's real bad at that. They will basically say, well, your customer can wait. We'd rather pay for either a rental or we will pay you for, you know, lending a loaner. And instead, like, we had a huge back order for heads for a couple of different cars. We had a customer that was in that, instead of giving us an engine, it was three and a half months. So the only... Oh, my God. So the only extra... <laughs> I see, I damn near fell out of my yeah. chair. So <laughs> the only extra... Three and a half months? Yes. The only extra help that we get is we go through DAG, which is just dealer assistant group. 
where if a dealership, everybody is in a list and a line. If a dealership gets it ahead of time from us, mm, if they decide to steal it from them and give it to us because we've waited longer, they will, which then in turn just screws that dealership over. But no, we, we asked multiple times, customer called multiple times, I hate Mazda, this sucks, everything along those lines. And they're like, nope, sorry, you're going to wait until the part comes, becomes available. There is no going up. Wow. I, I mean, I just, it, that's my biggest thing when I, because I have to talk to with customers uh, sometimes in the, in the service drive. We, you know, we've talked about this before. You go up there and you go road test with a customer and, you know, yes, I'd love to bring your car in here and it has this problem. However, I know this part is on back order for a couple months and yes, I'm looking at your car right now and I could have the transmission out today and I could replace part right now yep. if we had the part, but there's just no way that it's going to happen. Can't you just pull it off of one of the new cars at the front of the lot? We tried. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Doesn't we just out. did that recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, drivability. We, we, we had to. We've done that too. Yeah, yeah it's like brand new vehicle. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. It happens. Well, we have, we've, we've done it. Brand new yeah. vehicle. It's like, sorry, hide it in the back. Nobody gets it. We need the parts. Yep. So prioritization about that. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, Eric, would you like to lead this one off, please? Oh, I'll yes. Hear story on this. Priorities. <laughs> have your priorities straight, people. We're kind of right? wavy, you know, like how I have mine. <laughs> um, well, see, at our dealer, <laughs> you would think that, you know, the customer comes first before anything else, right? Wrong. <laughs> Extremely wrong. Extremely. Um, but no, um, who actually spends more money with us is the used car department. Yep. So um, used cars take priority over everything. CP, you know, tickets, warranty tickets, doesn't matter. If you get something which that is comes wrong, in, yeah, which is wrong. I agree. I agree 100%. In all terms and circumstances. Yes, it's no, absolutely. Wrong. Uh, imagine trying to explain that to the customer that's been waiting three weeks for a part drive. It arrives and then they are like, hey, I need this done now for this used car. You know, we got to get it on the front line. Uh, aren't, this aren't, person's been waiting longer. Aren't, aren't we a Ford? Ford. Ford. Fjord. Ford dealership. Fjord. Right. Yeah. No, I need you to get this Corolla up and running. No. You know, it's sitting in the parking lot across the street that Mike and Andrew helped push over. <laughs> we just got a Toyota Tundra and need it on the line. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And for those of, you know, the techs that will work on other manufacturers uh, outside of the dealer, I'm uh, fortunately, unfortunately, I haven't figured it out yet. I am one of those techs. I have no problem working on other men. Shout out to Bobby. Roles, uh, you know, Eric swings both ways he definitely does not oh my door only swings one direction sorry uh um you'll you'll bat for other teams though that's inward I, <laughs> no pretty sure that's out. outward yeah out. it's been out for a long time uh, i went the door swinging that, that, that went from walk-in closet to broom closet <laughs> i have arrived um <laughs> but yeah it, it it's Silly, in my opinion. I, I really feel that the customer's vehicle should always be always be first. And I, you know, I try to work my way around that. You know, if it's a quick thing, of course, I'll knock it out. Right. right. But, you know, when they're telling me I need to reseal this engine, you mm -hmm. know, because customer, they sell vehicles before they're even on the front line, before they've been yep. safety inspected. Hey, can you guys look at this vehicle? Because I have somebody coming down to come buy it. I just sold it. What? It just came. Yeah. What do what you, you mean you just sold it? It just rolled off the truck I was going to say, the, the air brakes just set on the transfer yeah. truck. What? 
you mean? Well, how it works is they buy these vehicles from auction, yep. and the minute they purchase them at auction, they go it directly on the website. Goes on the website, yep. yeah. Right away, they don't waste any time. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. I mean, but, I mean the vehicle could not run for all they know, and they right. bought it on auction and put it on the website, and now it needs an engine. But the guys down here to come uh, pick it up right now yeah no he loves so it what do you, what do you mean? unseen <laughs> yeah. mike shut the hell up he's here to pay cash <laughs> well cash only goes so far yeah it really does <laughs> like that stupid g35 i had where it came back in oh my god whatever else it needed didn't pass mod or whatever i need cool. about a g30 wait so <laughs> explain, this. explain this okay so i inspected a infinity g35 a couple of weeks ago and next thing you know uh our used car advisor comes up to me and she's like hey uh the car's back. I'm like, okay, what's wrong with it? Oh, all the stuff you told me. I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do with it? <laughs> what, what you decided to sell it that it. way. To, not, not to stop you. What the hell is a used car advisor? You guys have independent for that? Yeah. Like different writer? Wow. No, writer. So, so we have we have an internal uh, service writer that deals or with used. used cars. Holy shit. Okay, continue. It was the service manager before. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. So after that, she's like, oh, can you give me prices and all this stuff to, uh, you know, fix it? And I go to Mike because pretty much like the shop foreman. And what should I do with it? <laughs> Don't you dare ring the bell for yourself. Don't God damn ring your own bell there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, after talking to Mike, he's like, well, send it, to N- send it to Nissan, you know, have them fix it. And I let her know. And she's like, oh, OK, well, next, thing you know. They do that and then give it to another tech and he fixes it. I'm like, okay, that's fine with me. <laughs> I did my part. I covered my ass. Is that the one with the rack and pinion in the shocks? Exactly. Oh my God. Well, I, exactly. I don't even know. You don't know the story that. on that car? No what else <gasps> happened to it? Oh, 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 okay. So this is Spill a good it. one. So the cuss, so first of all, that came across, that came to me first. <laughs> One of them. I have no idea what's happening. What? So it's so. it's this little it's when this thing came in, you could tell it had just been abused. It had stupid oversized wheels on Welcome it. Welcome to Infinity it was Owners. Dropped the front bumper was cracked and fall. Anyways, it oh, was. Oh, that's the silver one. Yes, with the, the silver white, one. It was a white, white, white letters on the wheels. Yeah, exactly. on the side okay. Wheels. okay, we all so, know the car. Oh my god! So it came to me first because one of the managers was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to sell this work and nobody wants to do the work because it's money in the door, whatever." Anyways, I'm like, "Okay, well, I have no problem working on the car." but it's going to sit here for a month and a half because I'm backed up. And he's like, oh, the customer doesn't care. It can sit. I'm like, okay, fine. Then yes, get it written up. So anyways, long story short, it gets written up. It gets brought in and they end up having the brakes in front end department putting, uh, I think they just did a rack and pinion in it. Um, I the, And this was all going to be customer pay, Oof. mind you. Oh, the wow. dealer was not paying what? for this. Oof. The dealer oh. was not paying for these repairs. Sold as is. The, yes, uh, the customer. Thank you. thank you, Andrew. The thank customer you. was willing to pay for all this. He authorized the repairs. Sure. So fine. They throw the rack and the rack and pinion in it because it was leaking and it sits in the lot for a couple days. And then the customer shows up. Okay. And he goes to the advisor that had helped him and said that he had wanted to go sit in the car and listen to the radio to see if they had fixed the radio concern he had. Oh and God. mind you, there was never a radio concern that came up. Okay. He's, and even the writer's like, part. yeah. Well, and, and even the writer's like, okay like this was never a thing sure why not so they go out to the parking spot mind you it's three spots in from the service drive the main service drive our service drive is usually stacked we're usually like 
eight, ten cars deep, mm-hmm. all the way to the street, okay? And in this one particular instance, there were zero cars on the service drive. None. So the customer goes and sits in the car, and the rider's standing kind of off to the off of the corner of the vehicle while the customer sits in it. He rolls down the window, he starts the car, he's listening to the radio, he's dinking with his phone or whatever, and the rider's you know, just standing there. And I was across the shop and I happened to see what was going on. And I saw that the car was running and that the rider was standing there. I didn't know the customer was in it. And so I'm walking from across the shop and I'm like, hey, what's going on with this piece of junk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Lucky, luckily for me, the customer had already rolled up the window. Nice. So I'm walking <laughs> up and I'm, <laughs> I'm walking up and I start talking to the advisor and then the car starts moving and we both had to kind of like jump back and the customer pulls out of the parking spot and he starts going towards the service drive and the customer and the advisor's like hey what the hell and there was a salesman who i guess uh had sold the car to the customer and we're yelling at him to stop him and the customer rolls down the window and tells the salesman that oh he said i could go for a drive and he takes off and leaves oh damn and doesn't come back with an outstanding bill of several thousand dollars. So you get uh, nothing. Yeah, and left Sweet. and said he was going on. So nice. Yeah, so they were trying to get a hold of him, and he just—he said he would be coming back. Anyways, he never came back, and I guess they ended up just. What is that? They lean sailed it or something? I don't remember. They put a on the title, right? Yeah, they yeah. put the a title? lean on the title. Yeah. Well, I I think you can only do that if the vehicle's still there. No. Uh, no, technically not. You can have it, you know, chase it, whatever you want. They were going to oh, do yeah. something with it, it, it where it was going to get if repossessed. The is a title holder. Right. Yeah. Or the, yep. you know. So they were going to repossess the vehicle, basically. Rudy, what's up? In my defense, uh, I wrote about this. <laughs> In my defense. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote about the aftermarket theory as well, saying it doesn't all work. Of this. <laughs> that, that, that's called uh, CYA. Exactly. Yep. Thank you, Mikey. So before, and I was just going to say, because I knew those keys were coming, um, just to let everybody know, just for a quick rundown. So Allie's not here. She loves all of you. Uh, she got, uh, she suffers from migraines every once in a while that are debilitating. So she's at home and she misses you all. She will be here next week and uh, give her your wishes and she'll feel better hopefully by next week. Medicate Allie girl. Yeah. Uh, and we will see you guys after the break. Thank you to all of our sponsors, which we will introduce one by one slowly after the break. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys. We'll be back soon. See Hi, Mike Sarah here from customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the justice brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for Honesty, Integrity, and Trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, 
call my man, Travis Ferris at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. And we are back. Thank you to all of our uh, lovely, lovely sponsors like uh, Mr. Nick Lowridge with Maco Tools, Travis Ferris with Hit Distributing uh, with all of the lovely JB products, and Mr. Ramon from El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> I can't wait to taste this creamy guac one day. Well, we're going <clears> to <throat> go there, Eric. We're going to go there. I can't wait. <laughs> and before we start... I'm on number two. Mike's probably on seven. You two are probably on four or five. <laughs> I'm on number four. Yeah. Hey, hey who, who's counting? Who's counting? Mm. I am. Apparently Jake. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I thought that was pretty obvious. Mm. Okay. So we're back from the break. We are. And uh, we're going to turn our attention to our spatial geesh. So uh, let me just start off with by um, asking Andrew and Rudy. <clears throat> Uh, how do you guys know me or what is your relationship to me as far as the dealership goes? And before you start, do you need me to call the police? <laughs> Probably after. What's what's the safe word? No. <laughs> what's the safe word? Here. Hashtag bitch boys. <laughs> Sell the bell. That's been my life for the last five years is bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> Starting as a porter, going to the lube, and then now I'm a trans bitch. Oh my god. Oh, here we go. Okay. No, there's <laughs> a career for everybody. The like, truth will set you free. Like I said, this is the open forum. You guys, you know, we're we're not um in the relationship that we have at work. You guys are in my house, my personal house, and we're having a good time. So please feel free to say whatever you want right now. We'll hash it out on, on the air. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> and we don't kink shame here. At all, <laughs> unless kink shaming oh, no, is I'm your not kink. On the boards. Oh no! no, 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 no. Phrasing. Oh, man. Uh, That's a um, good phrase. Phrasing. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, phrasing. Yeah. So, uh, so who wants to start with how you met this jackass? No, hold on. Let's start about how they got uh, into how the they dealership got in the automotive oh, okay. industry. Okay, there we go. Or the dealership. Okay. Uh, everybody individually. We'll start with Rudy since you're on the leftists. All right. Cool. Leftists. So. Around 2017, I was about to graduate my senior year. And, Way back uh, when. <laughs> and uh, I had to do my hours for uh, ROP, which is a high school trades program type of right. thing. Yeah. And uh, I went into Ford and started doing my hours there. So you start off individually in departments from like lube and then electrical and whatever, so on. And uh, trans caught my eye. And I was like, oh, let's see what happens. Uh, biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no. So yeah. Uh, so after my program, uh, they offered me a job, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." You know, I have nothing else going on. Might as well try to give it a shot. So uh, I was in Lubrag maybe like a year, maybe six months, roughly, and I started training under a different guy <laughs> and uh, different tech. <clears throat> and after six months later, uh, I started training under Mike Sarah. And after that, um was with him for about maybe like two years roughly give about, or take yeah about two years as an apprentice and uh recently now i'm a tech supposedly he, he's doing finger quotes right here pretty much <laughs> rudy you're you're pretty much on your own though no uh kind of I mean, depends on the job i have right you you ask for help when right, you need right. It and when exactly. you want it right yeah pretty much sometimes you gotta like you know stay with it yourself and like try to figure out what's going on with the car or like you know use your mind and the theory and everything you've been taught and figure it out and 
He's so, very good at that. I, I notice he will wait till the absolute last minute before he asks for help, whether it's from you or from me. He will wait until he's just like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I got like, you know, one of us. read the workshop manual, like try to understand what I was taught in college. And he utilizes like, all his exactly, resources. Yeah, before I ask even data logger and all the stuff like we have for. Truly exhaust yeah. all your options. And Pretty much. Truly yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> truly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Still waiting on that sponsorship. Truly, get at mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Samuel Adams Brewing Company. <laughs> <laughs> Boston Brewing Company. Get at me. Bastard. Bastard. Uh, Andrew, did you have something to say real quick? I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I and that's our the, show. I, <laughs> I can see the thought bubble above yeah. your head right now. It's blank now. Oh, geez. <laughs> it's when you're on your iPhone and you get the bubble with the ellipses. Just <laughs> <laughs> so how many of your Chevy trucks have you fixed in your driveway? <laughs> Counting None. my fingers here. <laughs> Too many to count. <laughs> they weren't all trucks, by the way. 60% of the time, it works every time. That old saying, real cars don't wear bow ties or something along those lines. Oh, uh, sorry, Andrew. That's, oh. That's, that's really a little Shots fired, right? Sorry, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like, aren't, he's supposed to be the special guest. <laughs> I feel special, right? <laughs> so, so, Andrew, why don't you tell me a little bit about how you got into, into this mix? Well, it's kind of like royalty. I was kind of born into it. Uh, <laughs> my dad was a mechanic. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like that. The third generation. Uh, my dad was a mechanic and fabricator for many years, and my grandpa was also a mechanic, and he probably did some fabrication work, you know, back in the day. But um, my dad and my grandpa also did uh, dirt track racing on mm. the weekends. Mm. So it's cool. been a lot of weekends all the way from. You know, King City, Hanford, all the way down to Paris, California, oh, yeah, yeah. going to different dirt tracks. And so. So you're originally from the area of California? Yes. And your pops and grandpa? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're a, cu- a couple hours up north. Okay. But. Is that like uh, more central California, no? Yes. Yeah. 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 So. No, yeah. So that's pretty much all I've known. So I. It, I kind of annoyed people a lot because I've always <laughs> that the only thing I talk about is cars actually, and uh, <laughs> they're like, "Do you know anything other than cars?" Well, sort of, but do I need to? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Ken Block is my hero, so uh, one of them. Continue to There's talk also about Redneck them. Jesus, Dylan, Dylan <laughs> Jesus, but, um, I don't know who any of these people are. I'm right with oh you, sister. Oh my god! It's basically the Beyonce <laughs> of cars. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> do they make shoes? <laughs> You, know. you might have some around here. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, I was you know moved down here a couple of years ago and worked you know some jobs here and there and actually discovered through uh, I think it was a car meet actually um, about working your way up through a dealership without having any uh, certifications or anything and they kind of take you under their wing and okay so I pretty much applied to almost every dealership in the, the auto mall yep. and uh, I got an email from Mercedes they didn't understand the application, even though it said Porter on the <laughs> yeah. application. Um, and Ford was the only one that called me. Actually. Okay. Because so. well, they're the only ones that settle. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Shots fired. <laughs> Man, dude, you were just, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, and see, but and I, I feel your that's pain. That's not true, Andrew. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> right and I feel your pain with that because that's same thing with me. It was like, okay, I'm going to try getting into the automotive industry because it's what I liked. And it was like, okay, Porter. Well, Fuck me dead, but sure, let's do it. <laughs> let's just start there. Porter from the bottom, work way up, and thank God I was able to get a service advisor position, and I was good at it. But same thing. 
Yeah, about, yeah, about five years ago, I hired on as a, a porter, and I think less than a year, actually, I got moved out of Lube Tech and yep. worked there for about a year and a half, two years, and now I'm here where I'm at now as a transmission apprentice, and it's been a lot of fun. There's definitely way worse ways to make money, I'll say that. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Working on trannies? Oh. I don't know. Mm. Trannies yeah. are fun, by the way. Mm. <laughs> to I've, each your own. Yeah, really hey, uh, again. What think? Yeah. <laughs> no you kink have, shaming. <laughs> you definitely have your days where you, you hate your life and you wonder why you're in it, but yeah, yeah. Exactly. you got your other days and you, you, know, you can't see yourself doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... So seriously, before we get into the to the bullshit, I do want to thank you both for being my uh, current and former trainees. I think you guys have done great. Andrew, you're still doing great, and I can't wait to see where Sorry. you're going to go. Rudy, God, you ruined the tear that was rolling down. I can't wait to see. I know where I get sentimental, go. especially when I drink. So. It's going to be fantastic. And to that. I hold a drink to you. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Everybody. <laughs> Jilly, Jilly. Thank you. Oh, Is that no. still a thing? No. Please don't. Please don't. Please no. don't. <laughs> hey, maybe Budweiser gives us something. <laughs> Diesel's um, next for me, though. <laughs> so, Diesel, wait, Diesel's next for careful you, Rudy? What you ask I hope so, eventually. For... So one of the things that I wanted to ask you guys about is, um, do you have anything that you would consider like pros or cons of having... Um, of, of being in the uh, trainee um, mentor relationship. And again, I'm not your uh, mentor right now. I'm just Mike Sarah, the host of customers. One of those customers. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, step back. Just one another person. I said one of the hosts. I'm host. just your friend right now. I am your friend right now. I'm also the supplier of the alcoholic beverages. So <laughs> don't forget that. Very good point. It's you're like right. when you're it's when you're there talking to your therapist, if you have one, you're like, what are you writing down on the board? Or what are you writing down on your clipboard? Uh, don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have anything that you would say to your um, to your mentor? Um, to help you in your journey along the way, you know, something that, again, not necessarily something that I could do, but something to the people that are listening, you know, we have hundreds of thousands. No, we have ten, no, wait, tens of thousands. <laughs> like you said, no. tens of followers. Yeah, we have tens of followers. <laughs> <laughs> you mispronounced tons. And, and some of them are probably trainees. So do you have something to, that you'd want to say to the trainees, like, you know, some of, some of yourselves, that, uh, you know, maybe they wouldn't be able to ask their mentor, but you could do that for them in this free flowing, uh, thing right now. Rudy raises hand real fast. (laughs) (laughs) He's cutting off that rubber band. (laughs) For me personally is theory. I want to know how did that happen? What do I need to learn to understand what's going on with diagnosis? Okay. That's the biggest thing for me, hmm. as well as um, taking always the big job. If you're giving me, let's say, gravy compared to, you know, a complete on disassemble, overhaul and everything, I want that for the reason I want the challenge and I want to know what I'm getting myself into. Like that short block. And exactly. The, yeah, it took me a while, but I mean, it is what it is. It, it did take you a while. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it doesn't help that I'm not here a couple of days. <laughs> well, that'll be that'll be being resolved soon now. Right. Okay. Eventually. <laughs> eventually all worth the wait andrew i'd say being a trainee the biggest thing is patience and not being so hard on yourself that's one of the biggest things i've had to yes. learn yes amen dude as a trainee amen please so uh not to cut you off but uh, i'm going to um, <laughs> oh there you go i don't mean to do this but i'm going to do it anyways so i have something down uh written down here that was um it, 
on, on, in this sentence, it says, if you're a green tech, don't put too much pressure on yourself. If I come by and do something in two seconds that you've struggled with for 15 minutes is because I have experience. Okay. So both of you have seen this happen before, right? You're struggling with something. You're struggling with something. You're struggling with something. And I come by and 15 minutes later on one, con- I, one the, component. And I just touch this one thing or I do it this one specific way and it just magically pops apart or it comes out or whatever it is. You know, don't beat yourself up over it. It's not because you don't know or it's not because you're not skilled. It's because I've done this a hundred million times before and I, I just know how to make this specific thing pop or whatever. So, you know, don't, the, the whole point of that was like, you know, don't get frustrated, learn, you know, look where my hands are at, look where I'm applying pressure, look, look what tools I'm using, you know. How's do, the pressure? <laughs> the tie rods are just <laughs> enough. Or tie rods Man, are a big thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, the, the tie rods. Um, I'm try- banging at this thing for a minute and a half and he comes over and bangs it once. I'm like, what in the- <laughs> Well, wow. Phrasing? <laughs> Come on, Mike. No, everybody's uh, not going to say anything until I get um, there. Phrasing? Okay, thank you. Wait, okay. which one was the actual sound bite? Um, phrasing? Um, okay, phrasing? Bang, bangs um, it with phrasing? Um, phrasing? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I mean, it, honestly, it's not anything that you guys are doing wrong. You guys just, you, you haven't been where I've been. You know, you don't have the uh, as much experience. And it's just as simple as that. It's all experience. My dad had always said that, you can't call yourself a mechanic until you've worked on cars for 10 years. And then you can call yourself a mechanic. Well, I try and stride myself to the verbiage of a higher level of technician. You know, a mechanic is the guy that does, you know, your backyard stuff or whatever, um, you know, break jobs in his, in his driveway and oil changes, stuff like that. But as a technician, I'm the guy that rebuilds your transmission or repairs this engine problem or whatever. You know, I, I, technician sounds, sounds better to me. Right. So it's not, you know, it's, it's not, I, I, I'm lost. It, you know, it, it sounds more formal. Yeah. It, it, it sounds more formal, but honestly, that's, that's the way that I want you guys to be is, you know, you guys aren't just parts changers. You guys are diagnosers of problems and fixers of, of issues. Quality technician. Can you, talk, can you talk nice about me for a second? <laughs> Oh, we have kind poor of Jake well, feeling left out. Jake, we, we do that all the time off air. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not always about you. Says who? Who taught me? The spotlight's over There's here. There's a couple day. people in my life. <laughs> so um, we actually have, uh, we're going to be branching into listener mail here in a little bit. Yay. Um, but I had actually gone around and done a survey um, of a bunch of different um, technicians from um, not only in our area but uh, uh, across the United States, and um, asked them what you would ask your you know trainer or uh, a trainee or mentor. And the number one response that I got back was from a mentor to a trainee, and the mentor wanted to ask the trainees, "Why are you guys all so dumb?" Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Well, you see, it, it all started when. <laughs> you really had me reeled in there for a minute. I'm like, yeah, I do. This is going to be yeah, good. Yeah, I do too. I'm like, damn, you did a poll? Nice. <laughs> you know what? Next week, you're going to have to talk about men, the mentor point of view instead of the trainee point of view. So, is this, this week is thing? about you, boys, so enjoy it. 
<laughs> so is there a thing such called as a dumb question? Is that a thing? Yes. Oh, ooh, I have a response for yeah, that. Okay, Derek, go yes. ahead. I have yes. a response. No, no. Yes. No. Okay, Ugh. so I am a firm believer <clears throat> in the statement that there's no such thing as a dumb question. The only dumb question is the one that you don't ask. Oh, uh, yes. I've heard absolutely. Mike say okay. many times. And, and I'm more along the belief of there's no such thing as a dumb question, only a dumb person. I would I would much rather you ask me a question <laughs> that I would laugh at. I wish I had some kind of response. I know, right? I'm, I'm you, but there you go. Yeah. I, I, I would much rather you have me, you know, ask me a question that I would laugh at versus you not ask the question and make a mistake. Or so always, always ask questions if you're unsure. Always, always, always. Doesn't matter if you're unsure about the name of the website that you're supposed to log into for your Ford Motor Company thing or the formal part name. Right. Yeah. I mean, to be, a jig. to be fair with that. And <laughs> oh, to be fair. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. It's the, the, it's dead. Well, to be fair. There you go. To be fair. <laughs> there we go. So with that, and I do agree, there really is no such thing as a dumb question. It, it is Unless part you of, ask me the same question seven okay, times. Okay, so, and that's where I was just... Rudy. Gonna, <laughs> oh my Look God. at you, bud. <laughs> you probably, remember when I asked you, uh, does a speedometer work when you go in reverse? If it's like counting, remember that? Have you never seen Ferris Bueller's Thank day you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. It makes the mileage go down. And that's what I was going to get at, Mike. It's like, it, it's, it's true. It's part of the learning experience you really can't learn unless you don't ask questions and you're right if you just dive into something and you mess it up there's no going back from that it's better to ask questions but without with the no such thing as a stupid question certain texts whatever however whatever um if you can't grasp it, it it's kind of your responsibility as a mechanic or a trainee if you can't grasp the simplicity of certain things and it continues to be an issue it's your responsibility to either find something else or figure out what you can't grasp and fix it. Because right. right. we're dealing with something similar at the dealership where we had, now again, have a tech who has some issues. And he wants to get better, but the whole grasping at it isn't really there. And it's causing issues. And he's been back for a week and a half, and the problems have returned. I have something to say about that. As a trainee... An overhaul, you're not going to grasp it the first time. That's for sure. We're at pro- for, for a transmission overhaul. Yes. And we're, yeah. we're probably at any question or any job he's had, we're probably at about the 10,000th time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that makes a lot Some of sense. Some people just don't have it, and that's okay. Exactly. It's yeah. just, right. It's it, is your, yeah, it is okay. And it's, no but it's find like, your niche. Right. And that's my point is like, dude, get out. Yeah. It's like you're going to end up getting yourself in a lot yeah. of trouble. Mm-hmm. And then it's just the longer you stay there, it's a bad rep. And then if you ever your name ever gets out there and somebody gets back to that and they're going to be like, no, this do not. Yeah. And that's just, you know, that's the thing. So I'm going to kind of change the subject here, which is going to be real fun. Cause we're going to talk about cocaine and, uh, not, uh, not really the type that you think or anybody that's ever tried that. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> um, so drugs are bad. Got to invest in this room. Drugs bad, okay. Um, we, uh, last week, Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, last week, Allie got into talking about the whole medical cocaine thing, and we were all like, is that still a thing? And we argued, and it was fun, and everybody laughed at Allie, and we moved on. Um, but <laughs> uh, anyways, we had, a, uh, we had a nice listener. Her name is Hope that actually 
came to Allie's rescue, who was also a warranty wizard herself, and uh, sell the bell. And she wanted to uh, give her little experience with the whole, uh, um, you know, medical cocaine thing. So I'm going to pass it off to Allie. <laughs> hey boys, rustle your papers, Rudy. It's a paper. thing. We got one. We have. Oh my god! Oh, we I printed it out there. We go. Of these. It's right there. We oh. have the wrestling of papers. Okay. It. You want to wrestle, Eric? It's enough rustling. What? Huh? Oh, my, sorry. My ears perked up. Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Russell? That's uh, not wrestling. No. <laughs> so this is listener mail from uh, Hope. Uh, just Hope. Hope. Yeah. No, I, that's. Yeah. It's Hope. Enough. Yeah. Yep. I, I hope that's right. Well, but up to damn it, damn it. That is that is literally that is literally four pages from now. Oh jeez, right? it's gonna take oh, three, minutes. two, one. Nope, no, no, nope. even not not even on the second page. Not happening. Okay. Anyway, that's okay. Back, please. Uh, medical cocaine. It's a real thing. Totally random, but my ninety-year-old grandma. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never, uh, I always say. Told you it was three pages later. Uh-huh. You're, never mind. Um, <laughs> totally random, but my 90-year-old grandma had a, a bloody nose recently that would not stop. She went to the ER, and they plugged her nose with what was basically a medicated tampon. <laughs> Nosebleed stopped. Flash forward to her going over the medical billing, and she sees a prescription for cocaine. Yeah, buddy. Wow, didn't know you can get a prescription for that. <laughs> she flipped out, called the hospital, and lost it on them. Sweet little old lady was paranoid. She was corrupted and was worried about, what would they say at church? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a figment of your imagination. They explained that the cocaine constricts the capillaries... And stops bleeding almost on contact. Apparently, they use it all the time in medical settings. The more you know. Is there like a insert hands here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Love the podcast. I've been nagging all of my coworkers to tune in. Hope Warranty Wizard. Thank you, Hope. Thank you, Hope. Thank that you, Hope. Awesome. That, that gave us some hope. Yeah, uh, I had to do it. Lots too. of hope. Awesome. I had to do it too. Yes. I'm curious. Is there like a medical term for cocaine or are they just. There is not. It? it is just cocaine. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Just cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Just cocaine. Oh, okay. It's not right. some like Latin name or something. You would think it would right. be cool like that, but no, right. I think it's just cocaine. For a nosebleed. Yep. That's kind of uh, ironic. For yes, weird, thank you. I was going to go into the irony there. Right. No it, I'm, I'm, th- I'm getting in that old lady's head where it's like, how many Hail Marys and Our Fathers does that, <laughs> <laughs> does that take to like save you from damnation? I guarantee you she went to church and talked about oh, 100%. it. Oh, 100%. Father, please forgive me. I got cocaine. <laughs> you'll never me. believe this shit. <laughs> You're right. I don't. Damn, damn Western medicine. <laughs> Stop making excuses for yourself and just fess up. Right. She's like, I was alive when they used leeches. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, uh, Coca-Cola had cocaine in it, so... It, yes, it did. I think that's an urban legend. That's not an urban It is legend. not. That is true. Why it's so addictive? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we none of us ever tasted it with right. Cocaine. I know, but was this back in the eighties or something? Or shit, dude, this was that? yeah, this was eighteen eighties. Oh, never mind. Yeah. And to be fair, I mean back then everything had cocaine, uh, morphine. Yeah, it's okay, yeah, Mike. Late. But I, every, those are words. <laughs> oh my god, I'm you sneaky fuck! So excited. <laughs> She's here. 
She is here. Not only she is spirit, going to kill you when she hears I, that. I already told her about it. Oh, did you? <laughs> wow. How many secrets do you guys keep from me out of curiosity? I have to tell you, I put him up to that. Oh, did you? I did. I was listening to the podcast. Eric Eric Pl- keeps in, in, in text messages between each other. Play that back one more time. Those are words. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> when, whenever, whenever there's That's something amazing. technical going on, Eric will put in quotation marks. Those, Those are words. words. And that was nice. like, That's the new sound. Hell yeah. it's, Thank it's you, Allie. That's amazing. Yes. Allie, she, she is a part love of this. You and we miss you oh my so much. God, you really do. Amazing. And Kevin somewhat too. <laughs> to a lesser degree. No, nah, he's, he's way much. And, way and on a separate note, you're now a Cubs fan, which, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Cubs. <clears throat> Different kind of Cubs. Different type of bear. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we have a, uh, a game coming up between Andrew and I. Um, it's been which, very interesting. I'm yeah. a Cardinals fan. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes. And I'm a Cubs fan now, and uh, they are apparently bitter rivals or something. And uh, the Cardinals have been on a 12-game winning streak. We'll add that. I'm very excited for that. And then somebody in the background is going, let's go Mets. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Dodgers fans Los and all Dodgers. in there. Sure. Dodgers. Rudy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> let's go Dodgers. At least you live up to all the stereotypes. Pretty much. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Round and proud, brother. Round and proud. So, so one other thing I want to talk about is, um, uh, you know, we get listener mails like from Hope and dale and um steve and you know Corey and all these people and i love to hear people talking in their normal tongues yeah i guess you can call it but their mannerisms yeah but because because you know we we all live in california Mm -hmm. but we reach people that you know are either uh from different states in our continent or from a different different countries yep or you know completely different continents, right? Mm-hmm. Well, hell, so, man, everybody says Californians have an accent. I don't well, hear it. I don't hear it. <laughs> well, of course we don't. But I, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I want to know what I sound like from somebody else's perspective. Supposedly yep, sound like surfers. Yeah. Uh, so yes. you remember uh, Aaron? Chaw, bro. You remember A-A-Ron? Aaron? A-A-Ron, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him. Maybe that's what you sound like to him. <gasps> no, yeah. definitely not. So... So one of the most interesting things that I found with um, conversing with all these different people, either through uh, their listener mails or through their audio things, is the different words that we have. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The different phrases and the different sayings. So one thing that I want to bring up is um, Steve Rigby. Um, and uh, so I had sent him, uh, you know, he wrote in the podcast and said some things and stuff and um, asked for some business cards. So I sent him some business cards in an envelope because I wanted and you know, I didn't want to pay a bunch of money. <laughs> fair, fair. Postage. But I also didn't want the business cards to get messed up. So I cut out like a six pack carrier and taped it all together with mm-hmm. the business cards inside. So it had some cardboard on the outside of it. And like, there you go. It's a cheap way to get you some business cards that aren't messed up from, from the podcast. Nice. So um, he wrote back to me and said something extremely funny, which I'm going to now read off the board. Um, Steve's wife apparently said that she was hanging shit on me for wrapping the business card so terribly. And so the first, the first thought that I said was, and yes, everybody can laugh right now. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, so the first thing, that oh. I, the first thing, <laughs> the first thing that I thought was like, um, what the fuck does hanging shit on me mean? B- before you continue, there is a term for that. That's called an ism. So mm-hmm. it's it's a Mike ism 
or a Jake-ism. It's like a word that you use that nobody else gets. It's called an ism. That's mm-hmm. really the real yeah. terminology. Yeah, but I feel like uh, hanging shit on me is like a like like not like a single person term or whatever. That's like a, it's still like, an ism. Still a an regional ism. regional thing. Right? Still an ism. So uh, maybe it's I, a Kentuckyism. I had, like. <laughs> In the UK, they call it taking the piss, and it's like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. How does one go about this, <laughs> and should I be concerned? Right. Or draining my lizard? <laughs> oh my god! So, so I had wrote, uh, I wrote back to Steve like, hey, well, did the business cards show up in one piece, and like, weren't all messed up? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> so I had jokingly told him that next time they need his business cards, I'm going to send them in an even shittier package. Nice. A personalized <laughs> note to his wife apologizing for my terrible, terrible packaging skills. So <laughs> did you ever figure out what hanging shit You on need to apologize man? for hanging shit on her. Well, hanging shit apparently means like the same thing as like talking shit or giving or, shit, you know, giving shit to an Har- action. Harshing you your gig. Yeah. <laughs> what? I guess. What? You've never heard harshing your no. gig? Oh, dude, no. that's an old saying. Mm. That was like parents' time. Okay. Why, why are you harshing my gig? So another interesting one that I have to put in here because um, we've talked about uh, we've talked about like uh, weird local words and sayings, and for us here in California, supper is a weird word and saying. Mm. How He's, about Mike has made a big deal about yes. this. Yes. <laughs> And there's nothing wrong with supper. I need to get it off my chest. That's fine. <laughs> I think that's the southern thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, no cap. I don't. No cap. <laughs> God damn, damn, bro. Straight bussin. <laughs> Please don't bussin ever bussin. say bussin again. Sweet <laughs> shit. Uh, and then, well, and then with California, get the TikTok lingo here. Yeah. <laughs> and then with California, where yeah, no, no, yeah, and nobody gets that. It's like no, yeah means. Yes, it's mm, yeah, no, no means no, and yeah, no, yeah, yes it's like, no, and I no means yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the regular working in food service. Yep. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah, totally fine. No, yeah, totally fine. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's when you speak before you process about what you're going to say. Uh, I, I just always thought it was funny um, ever since I told Dale that uh, I didn't understand what the word supper really meant or like mm-hmm. it wasn't a normal thing in like my speech pattern. He's like, Oh yeah, well, dinner could mean lunch or dinner. What? Yeah, yeah back in, in the 1800s and kind of <laughs> oh, back in then. Oh, we okay. have timelines okay. here. Yeah, oh, su- supper is specifically an evening meal, D- and thing. dinner was dinner was lunch. Yeah, dinner. Yeah, uh, so backwards. Uh, the way yes. Oh, really? It's, so it's very weird to me. No wonder the Civil War happened. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it was an argument over words. Yeah, exactly. I, I think the better side won, but anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Dale, every time that you tell me that you're going to go to supper, it drives me freaking nuts. <laughs> so there's oh, that. Uh, oh, no. he made a big deal in parts uh, like a week or two ago. He's like, why does he keep saying this? He, it seems like it's a like personal attack on me. He said it like three times in, in, in one message. And I was like, you do realize doing this on purpose it's going to be elevated now even yes well you know what i welcome the challenge (laughs) and uh i don't know that he can handle it speaking of other areas and uh i'm gonna point out the comanche boys oh yeah if they with the spicy and the challenges i'm not sure if they know or if you know or anybody here knows 
but the one chip challenge has returned. <gasps> I've seen that. Yeah. So, oh my god! So that has returned, and I have done that before, and I am trying to get enough for everybody, including shipping to the boys. I would love oh to try it. Oh. So I, I did this a few yeah. years Bayer, back. Bayer Ford and Comanche, yes. Texas. <laughs> so Terry, oh. Terry and, and Brady, you guys. Yep. Are, are. I did this a few <laughs> years back, and this is a hellish chip. Like, I mean, really? eat probably worse than the Satan's blood. No. And you have to eat the whole chip. Yeah, you stick the whole chip in your mouth. So uh, get ready, boys. I'm what? coming for you. Is it a black chip? Uh, well no. done. Uh, is it one chip only? One chip only. One, it's like a big a one, single, right? It, it is no. in a yeah, single. Red package, it right? Is in a, oh, so it's, a so it's yeah. yellow this time, but it's in a black triangle. You tear it open, I think and the chip come. comes out. Do not come. Do not come. Do not come. Eric, one more time. Well, soundbite first. Do not come. Do not come. <sighs> I miss you, Allie. I love you. Yeah, we you. miss you. I'm oh. sorry. I tried. Um, well, uh, do anyway. it. Do it. Okay. Do it. Well, I have to admit something. I had. I didn't get around to trying the Satan's blood. Because um, you pussed out. I did. I'm not gonna lie. That's fair. I, I did. That takes. That takes a man to admit it. Well, next time if, you're on, we're gonna. I was going to ask if you guys will have me back. Yes. I will do the chip challenge with you guys. I'll okay. do the chip challenge. And okay. come back I don't do like I like spicy food, but nothing like over the top. That's going to make like steam come out of my ears. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, I will the, do this one to, to give you an idea. The one chip challenge is Carolina Reaper, Scorpion, Bujalokia and one other. And it's just all mashed on one tortilla chip. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'll pass on that one. It's, I don't do heat. Oh, do you don't? No, oh, dude. No way. <laughs> For a Mexican. You exactly. Don't do I just don't like heat. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever do the, the Satan's one? I did. Okay. Oh, okay. Fun. He did. He did. There it is. Oh, and, uh, and, and by the way, before we go and you send it out, Mike, you know the whole Doyer thing? At least it's better than the whole win, lose, or tie, Raiders till I die. Oh, so, my God. You know what's funny? I'm yeah. a Raiders and a Doyer. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course you are. Of course you, you are. You know they're in Nevada right oh now. Oh, right? my God. Exactly. I know. Okay. It's fine. All right. All right. Mikey boy, send it. Um, okay. Well, again, thank you very much for listening to Customer States Podcast. And um, I want to thank all of our special guests, Eric. Hi. Eric Montenegro. That's me. Uh, Andrew Fiskus. Hello. Uh, Rudy Rambula. Uh, yes, thank you guys so much. Jake Rikus. Thanks, bud. Of course, man. Love I'm always you. here. Love you. <laughs> um, and I never uh, leave. Ali, we miss you so much. Kevin, we miss you even uh, just as much. <laughs> I think you miss Kevin more than everyone else. Kevin's supposed to be doing the job that I'm doing right now. So yes, right. Uh, I, I do. I do miss having a little bit easier of a job. Anyway, um, so we have uh, really cool new stuff. Uh, you can always check us out at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash customer states podcast. Uh, check us out at Twitter and Instagram at twit at uh, customer underscore states. You can always email us uh, and also happens to be our PayPal at customer uh, states podcast at gmail.com. Um, check us out at uh, anchor at anchor.fm forward slash customer states. We also have a YouTube channel. If you go to YouTube, 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 YouTube. Uh, if you go to YouTube <laughs> and you search for customer states dot 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 podcast, you'll find us. You will find us. We have every single thing we've ever recorded up there and we are just now starting to upload the videos um please bear with me as i am trying to figure out a good uh video recording don't uh, don't worry guys don't worry guys i got the, editing i process. got i got this set i'm gonna set mike up real nice okay um so we we have that coming in the future and again i want to thank all of our uh, sponsors and 
one more time all of our special guests in the studio. And thank you, listeners. Please send us your memos, uh, messages, voice memos, whatever, all sorts of other stuff. Um, Jacob, you got anything to add? Not at all, guys. We will see you next week as always. And uh... love you. (laughs) (laughs) Sell the bell. Peace. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, (laughs) Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then... You can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.